Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Oh, welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something so fundamental that it's mental that we haven't talked about it. <laughs> it's going to be fun and mental that we're talking about this. <clears throat> what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about skin and loving the skin that we're in. Because guess what? It's the skin we got. So why don't we love it? Well, there's lots of reasons why we don't love it. We will talk about that. First and foremost, what I want to really get down and dirty with you on is that in order to like understand some of this skin stuff, it would be good to understand some of the basics behind like, what is skin? What does it do for us? Like, why is it so important? Right. And I think that you know, for, from the perspective of working with people all the time, when I work with people with their health, when I work with people even with sex and intimacy coaching, guess what? So much about skin happens to come up. I can't tell you how many times people connect with me because, oh my God, I've got something on my skin. Or, oh my God, my partner doesn't know how to touch me. Or, oh my God, this happened. And you know how many of these things are actually skin related? It's huge. It's huge how many things are skin related. So we're going to talk about skin. It is, after all, the biggest organ in our bodies, on our bodies. And it's pretty freaking cool what it does. And it's amazing what it offers us. Without our skin, we don't have the sense of touch. Isn't that wild? Without touch. I mean, we can have orgasms in our mind because we know technically that's where they occur. However, the touch that sends those signals to the brain and all those other senses that send those signals to the brain are really huge. And guess what? A lot of them occur in the skin. Oh, we're going to talk about the skin we're in and we're going to talk about loving our bodies and we're going to find out how the heck to do that. How do you do that when maybe your whole life you've just been like, well, I got a body. What was I thinking? I came back. Oy vey, what was I thinking? I don't even know what I was thinking. And now I have a body. What do I do with this thing? And so many people have huge body dysmorphia where they absolutely are miserable in their bodies and like it's anguish to have a body. And I know what, you know, I, I've had a level of that. I haven't had it, a level of anguish to the point where I've, um, you know, wanted to, uh, or maybe I've wanted to have like operations to do things, but I've never followed through. I think mostly because at the time when I wanted those operations, the universe was not showing up with the cash for me to do them. So ironically, the universe provided for me, a way to be able to find out how to love the skin I'm in without um, doing things to my body to maybe change it for that moment. It would have been momentary. 
So some of the momentary things, when I look at my life, what would I have changed? Momentary things. I think when I was about 13 years old, I was not loving the skin I was in. I was feeling pretty awkward as a teen. And I have to say that a lot of the awkwardness, even teen and preteen, is something that has formed a lot of my opinion about my body over time. And it has taken me years to undo all of the crazy programming that was in my brain about my body and like what my body was, what it was supposed to look like, what other people thought it was supposed to look like, what people would pick on me for. So in so in the late, late 80s, it wasn't really cool to have big eyes and big lips. I don't know if you guys remember this, but it wasn't cool. And I was the kid with big eyes and big lips and big hair. And none of that was cool. Well, big hair was cool. And people were trying to find ways to make like the claw for their bangs. And they were trying to do all kinds of things. My hair just did that. <clears throat> As you can see, if you're on video with me, my hair is big. When I don't tame this wild mane, it, it's big. So I left my hair as is tonight so that you guys can be with me in my most raw form of loving my body as is. In fact, even have a little sniffle today so you get to enjoy the whole shebang with me. <clears throat> so loving the skin I'm in is not just the skin. I'm talking about this body that I've embodied in this lifetime. And what can I do to walk around on this earth to be able to feel confident in my body and feel good about it? And I know from my experience that in my life, I've not had that. And I've been moving toward that. And I've been using different techniques and tools over the years to be able to feel more confident in my body and to be able to know that my body has a crazy capa crazy capacities, but one of them is a crazy capacity for touch, for receiving touch and gifting touch. My body also has a crazy capacity for awareness of other bodies, and it has a crazy capacity with sex. So I know this about me, but I did not know this about me my whole life. And a lot of the things that I knew about my body were all things that other people had told me. And they were all things that I had adopted as true. And I had adopted 99% of them as being wrongness. They were so wrong about me that my body was weird. I had those big eyes. I had those big lips. I, for many years, had uh, braces. And now my teeth have gotten crooked. And I'm starting to love that, too. Years of not having braces after that has made my teeth move. Also had many many years of my life where I had absolute sadness about breasts and the size of my breasts. <clears throat> like, like sadness to the point where I'd want to cry most of the time. I am small chested woman. And I would look at my friends who were large chested and I thought that they had, they freaking had it all. They had big boobs. They had it all. That's the life. And that's the life everybody wants. And who wants to be tall and gangly? I wanted to be honest to God. I wanted to be like five foot six with big boobs and a big ass. And, and I have a big ass, but I, I had decided everything about me was freaking wrong. I couldn't even see my big ass as worthiness or like how great it is um, until my husband explained to me that my ass is a true asset. And then I was like, what? I met my husband nine years ago. Well, I actually met him before that, but we started dating nine years ago. 
in three, two days actually is our anniversary, ninth anniversary. And it took, it took him actually adoring my ass for me to go, oh my God, there's something here. Like maybe my ass actually has value. Maybe it's all right. Maybe it's kind of sexy. So let's figure out how old I was for that. 38 years old is when I finally started to get that my body might be sort of okay for having maybe people might want to be interested in me. I wasn't a virgin until I was 38. I'll tell you that. And I also figured I was only having sex with people because they were desperate. That was the thing I had in my, you must be desperate. If you're having sex with me up until I was about 38, I decided the only people who were having sex with me must be into pedophilia because they like small chested women. So I equated them that they must be sort of pedophiles. And, and if they were, maybe I was saving children from having to be molested. So if I just be with people who are okay with small chested women, then maybe I'm saving the world. That was a very unconscious thought. Um, and, and it actually unraveled into some really interesting and strange scenarios in my life. Um, I didn't think that about everyone, but there was an undercurrent there that I was like, either you're into pedophilia or you're into boys. Cause I decided that I must, that my body must be more manly, that there was no way that I was feminine. Um, so therefore, if I'm not feminine, I must be masculine. And if I'm masculine, then that means the men who are interested in me must be either bisexual or they're gay and in denial or they're pedophiles. That was my big conclusion. So isn't that a wild mind screw? So when you look at in your life, <laughs> I'm throwing this all out there. So when you look at it in your life, when you look at the people that were attracted to you, what did you decided about them? You know, maybe you weren't as insane as I was. I was pretty insane. I uh, had a lot of, you know, stories that I told myself. And a lot of those stories were stories that I never told anyone. I was in therapy for like 14, 15 years. I never told my therapist those things because that was freaking weird. Um, so I'm telling you guys, and I'm telling you guys now, because I also know that, that yes, some of those energies might be true because I am really freaking aware and I might've been picking up on something, but also some of those other things were not true. And maybe those people actually liked me mind blowing. And maybe it wasn't about my body after all. Maybe it was about my personality because I am pretty freaking fun as a person. I can get that. I can actually get that people might like me for my personality. And I can also get that people might really hate me for my personality. I get that it's a vast like pendulum swinging from one side to the other. I get that. I'm not a kind of medium mediocre person. It kind of swings. You either love me or you hate me and that's all good. So when, when I was, when I kind of looked at that, I was like, oh my God, maybe you guys actually dated me for my personality. And then I got depressed. I was like, what? I kind of want them to date me for my body. Why don't they find me? Set? Oh, like the mind screws that we play with ourselves, right? So do you want somebody to love you for your body? Do you want somebody to love you for your personality? What the heck do you want you to love them to love you for? Does it even matter? Do you love you? Do you love the skin you're in? Do you love your body? If you don't, this is where we start. This is the basic 
part where we're laying a foundation for you to be able to feel and experience love from others. Got to get that love in for yourself. And you guys know that this is, this is one of those rules of the universe. You got to appreciate you first. You have to love you first. You have to have gratitude for you first, because guess what? Those are energies that we need to become familiar with. Now, sometimes it's super helpful to have somebody who can gift that to you in a way that has no strings attached. And you can go, oh, I, that is a frequency that makes sense. That frequency resonates with my body. Oh my God, I get it. And then when you get that little, that little ping of a frequency, then other people show up and then they can be like, yeah, I see this in you and you can actually receive it. So until that resonance occurs, until you can resonate with the energy of that you are a sexy god, goddess, um, whatever you would like to be seen as, until you get that is, is possible, possibly true, then you might doubt it for a really long time. So having people around you, sometimes their opinion can spark something in you that will allow you to grow and flourish. And sometimes those energies will crush you like a giant freaking weight. So we want to look at the energies that will expand you. And we also want to be able to see those. And when they expand you, it's because they're resonating truth and they're actually resonating what you're looking for. So when you feel it, a spark, like when my husband was like, your ass is sweet. I was like, what? Oh my God. It took me a little while. And that resonance started to kick in and make sense. And I was like, oh my God, maybe my ass is sweet. Maybe I, maybe there's some value here in, you know, I got in the junk in my trunk. Maybe I got some value here. That's amazing. Wow. What a novel concept. And then it evolved. And then it was like, then I could actually receive compliments from other people. And, and I was like mind boggled about how that was like possible. But trust me, it took some of them wearing me down a hell of a lot and a hell of a lot of reminders. Um, and I'm grateful for all of that because sometimes those beliefs we have are so deep and so strong that we are not lovable. So why would we love the skin we're in? We are not, we don't have any of these qualities that are remotely attractive. Um, in fact, ironically, like in my human design chart, I have this thing that is, uh, that, that I like repel energy, which at first I was like, of course I do. I've seen it my whole life, but I actually understand more now. <laughs> kind of create and make space for things. However, it can be like a bit of a push energy. And I get that, but now I know that about me. So it's helpful to know these things. It's helpful to get different um, understandings of yourself from different sources. And there's a million different ways to learn and to know about you. And today I will be giving you guys uh, one of the most easy ways to do it. Now we'll be doing some something called a mirror exercise later on in the show. So I hope you stick around for that. Um, in the meantime, while we head to this next commercial break, I'd just like you to sit with some of the thoughts that I've shared with you about myself and see if anything that has come up in this last 15 minutes, if anywhere you're like, yeah, man, that should happen to me too. And get ready to be able to change some of that because I don't need to sit here and tell you how awesome you are. It won't matter. I could tell it to you till you're blue in the face. You need something and possibly an energy that enters into your life. Could be from yourself, could be from somewhere else, could be from a show, could be from anywhere that sparks you, that lights you up and that has this 
potential to change some of the stuff that's locked in you, all these, some of these old beliefs that are locked in you so that you can go, oh, frick, man, I'm actually really freaking cute and lovable. We're going to find those parts of you. So stick around. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Aww. So we have some listeners that are listening live that are actually just wrote to me on Facebook, and I want to say thank you uh, for your feedback and for listening. Um, so we got some exercises to do today because you know what? It's really kind of, it's both sad and um, it's sad to me that people, you know, feel really crap about their bodies and this isn't just because of media guys. This is not a new concept. This is, this is something that's been going on forever. You know, even if we look at, you know, ancient Greece and, you know, you would have, or even, yeah, so ancient Greece or ancient Egypt, and, and you would have somebody like, um, let's go with Helen of Troy, the most beautiful woman in ancient Greece, right? We can look at that. And, and so there was always somebody who was on a pedestal considered to be the most beautiful. And the comparisons were going to be, you know, compared to that person. And there was always a beauty standard. There's always been a beauty standard. The beauty standard has changed over time. The beauty standard, you know, at sometimes has been, um, you know, maybe in the 1960s, there was uh, Ziggy or Iggy or whatever, uh, whatever her name was that she was like really tiny and 
flat chested and kind of no bum. And there was like that look for a while in the 60s. And then, you know, we had Marilyn Monroe in the 50s with her hourglass shape. And we had, we've had so many different varieties. We've had um, every spectrum of the possibility show up as a possible potential beauty. Now, they don't all seem to show up at the same time, at the same place in history. If we could just get in our time machines and just like somehow bring them all back and bring them all in together. I've been a little obsessed with watching Doctor Who lately, so I'm all about timey time. And um, so it's it's kind of funny to think about if we had all those beauty standards all in one place at the same time. Would any of us feel crap about our bodies? I don't know. It's just a question I'm throwing out there. So if there were no beauty standards of you should have this look and you should have this body type and you should not have this and you should not have this, well, what would we show? Could we just show up as ourselves, loving ourselves? No beauty standard? Yes. I'm all about no beauty standard. Uh, yeah. So if we had no beauty standard, what would it be? Would we actually then start to appreciate people and, and acknowledge people for their brilliance of just how they show up in the world, maybe some of their skills and talents. No, you know why we wouldn't? Because we're judgmental and we use our eyes all the time. When Even when you are blind, you use your senses all the time. You would judge somebody based on their smell or you would judge somebody based on something else. Because why? Because basically we, we are trained to judge as a way of survival. This person is safe. This person is not. It's, it's, it's an assessment. We do these assessments in our bodies, in our brains, and then our bodies have hormonal reactions that tell us if this is okay or this isn't okay. So these, these reactions that we have to beauty, like, oh, that person's incredibly handsome, or oh, that person's incredibly sexy, or oh, whatever, um, are all very different. So uh, I think I've mentioned it on this show before. I'm full on like a sapiosexual. Like I love people's brains and and certain certain things about people just are like, mm, I just love it. And uh, if anything, if if I were to like describe the thing I love about people the most is their thought processes and their capacities and their brain's ability to do things. Like the day my husband built a wall and like, five minutes to me was one of the freaking sexiest things I'd ever seen in my life. And I was like, damn, you're so smart. Look how freaking brilliant that is. And it's like, it was like so well fit. <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah, so there, we definitely have different ways of being attracted to people. And one of my top ways is, is uh, seeing people's brilliance. That is such a turn on to me. Um, and, and other than that, it's like, I don't know if you've ever watched Sits Creek, but there's the saying, it's the wine, not the label. And very much it's the wine, not the label kind of person. So that's part of that whole uh, sapiosexual take on things. I love your brain. I love you, not your, not your whatever. You know, physically, yes, we are talking about loving the skin you're in. So it's helpful to, to be able to do that because it's all part of the package, right? So how are we gonna love that skin we're in? Let's first talk about some skin, some fundamentals of skin. Like what does skin do? Skin, for one, our skin has several functions. Our, 
our sense of touch is controlled by this huge network of nerve endings and touch receptors in the skin. And they're known as somatosensory. It's that whole system is known as the somatosensory system. So if you've ever done anything called like somatic body work, which is the type of body work that I do, um, well, the body work I do is a type of somatic body work. We'll put it that way. Yeah. So somatic body work uses touch to be able to bring up sensory information to a person so they have awareness comes up too, like emotional things will come up through touch. Why? Because when you touch a body, those all of those nerve, that whole nerve network sends information to the brain. The brain kicks in and gets, oh, yeah, the last time I was touched there was this and this happen, and sometimes traumas and release, you know, release and, and um, unravel from the body through different forms of touch, especially through different types of somatic body work. So it's through this somatosensory system that we feel all things like we feel hot, cold, smooth, rough, we feel pressure, we feel tickles, we feel pain, we feel vibrations. We All of these sensory experiences is what we feel through our somatosensory system. Now, the skin actually performs six functions for us. So it doesn't just like keep our organs in, but it does do that. So it does protection, protects us from, you know, if we didn't have our skin on us, our organs would be exposed. That's kind of a crazy thought, isn't it, right? It's like, if you didn't have skin, your muscles would be exposed, your organs would be exposed, you would be a mess. You would actually die, right? Um, if you ever watch any any really like, if you're as insane as I am and, and you like to watch things like um, the Vikings, they did some really nasty things in those shows, but historically I'm sure that was somewhat accurate where they would skin people. And it's a nasty way to die. So protection, skins for protection. We won't get into the other stories about my love of Vikings, but anyways, so protection. Um, also, what else does skin do? It absorbs. So through our skin, we can absorb things like water, we can absorb nutrients, medicines. If you've ever even, as a kid, when I was a kid, um, I had a friend whose mom, like anything would happen at her house, her mom would slap iodine on it and <laughs> slap the iodine on. And then we would sit there and it was magic because the iodine would soak into our fingers and we're like, wow. You got a cut, iodine. You got a bruise, iodine. You fell off, iodine. <laughs> everything. We had iodine for everything. But it was such a great like piece of information to know your body absorbs. And you can tell when you've been in water that your body's absorbed, right? Your fingers get wrinkly. Also excretion, think about that. Sweat, oils, they all excrete from our skin. Secretion, also secreting different things like hormones and sweat again. Um, it also does a lot of things for regulation of temperature and body regulation in general, because it gives us information. You're hot, you're cold, tells us what to do with that. And sensation, which comes into like the yummy, yummy, sexy times and all the great stuff where we get sensations that are both sensations that we enjoy. And then sometimes those sensations are sensations that let us know this is danger, this is not okay. Like we talked about last week, or maybe I've just been talking about this a lot and thought I talked about this last week, that, um, that sometimes our bodies will end up having uh, sensory experiences that are totally humiliating. And then our body still has a reaction where it thinks it's like happy because oxytocin still kicks in, even though it was like a humiliating experience. So there's like a, 
mixed message that goes on. So our sensations send signals to our to the rest of our body and these hormones get released. Sometimes those things are getting a little confused. So we want to be able to kick back and go into and find out like how can we figure out how to love the skin we're in when say all of these things about us we don't feel very good about like what if we don't feel good about touch in any of these ways and like what if everything what if every touch feels off like for example people with fibromyalgia have super sensitive bodies and even like sometimes slight touch can really bother them and and so to me when i look at what's going on with people in their health i like want to look at the, the basic like what occurred that had this show up? And so what occurred in your life that had you go, I don't love my body. There's something so wrong about this body. So I know, I know from my life about why I felt so off about my breasts growing up was personal comparison to all the girls around me who were really like voluptuous. I There were only two girls that I knew that were kind of like me, but they got made fun of so bad like I did that we were kind of in our own clique of sadness and then you know growing growing up and getting older it was more um that you know what started to happen is even as I was a teenager it was it, it got a little bit worse like I started to really compare myself to others I started to compare myself to all kinds of things and I was like man I'm never gonna feel like feminine in my life so I kind of gave up on that thought for a while and uh, I just went with whatever was showing up, <laughs> but I really had equated femininity with breasts. And because mine were small, I decided that that's it. I, I must, there must be something so wrong with my body. Um, it didn't help being teased about it. So I know that was part of it. It didn't help later on being teased about it. And what really was shit was when women in my thirties even started to say things. Um, and I was like, wow. Then I realized, wow, you stupid C-U-N-T. I would like to bash your head in because who are you to knock my body? Uh, so there were a few people who did that. And I thought, wow, <laughs> wow, what a great piece of info at the time. Yeah, at first, my first instinct was bash their head in. My second instinct was step back. You're being triggered. And what are you being triggered by? Oh, their insecurities, OMG. So what I want you to check in is all these judgments that have been coming at your body for eternity. How much is it coming at you from people who are totally insecure and you are totally aware that they are totally insecure, but you've owned it and you think that you're insecure. Yeah, there's a little nugget to think about while we go to this next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about loving the skin you're in. So I wanted to talk about some of the stuff that might have had you not love the skin you're in. And then I want to talk about like, what does your skin actually do for you? And in this little segment, we're going to talk about some of the places in our bodies that we've hidden this distaste or dislike for our bodies and the skin that we're in. And we're going to look at some tools and some quick little tips and tools that you can use on a daily basis to be able to go through your body. And there's, I'm going to give you a bit of a longer one too, that you can go through your body so that you can begin to love the skin you're in. One of my favorite shows of all time that I did was in the very beginning in 2014 in September. And I remember it was September because I remember where I was. I did the show live from um, from a cottage. <laughs> I remember the room I was in when I did it. It was called Fun for One. And it was such a great show about beginning to get out of the judgment of all of your body using your senses. That is such a great tool and a toolkit that I created in that show on the fly that was so fun that I still refer to it a lot um, and I, and, I, and I actually use those tools myself and I've referred so many people to go and use that, um, that set of tools to use all your senses to get out a judgment of your body. And we're gonna do that again today in a little different way, a little quicker. First, first things first though, I would like to get you to kind of be aware of some of the judgments that you do have about your body. OMG, my eyes are too big. OMG, my hair is too fuzzy. OMG, my boobies are too small. OMG, my boobies are too big. OMG, my butt's too small. OMG, my butt's too big. OMG, my penis is too small. OMG, my ass is too tight. Whatever 
it happens to be. My feet are too big, my legs are too hairy, my this is too that, I've got pimples, my hair is so this, and blah, 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 my neck is so short, and now I've got this, my clavicles don't pop out, my clavicles do pop out, my belly button's weird. Dude, we have a million of them. We have a gazillion of them. Oh my God, my nostrils flare out when I breathe. You know what? I've heard it all. I've heard, I've, I'm pretty sure I've heard every possible judgment people have about themselves and their bodies. Pretty sure I've heard them all. If I haven't, let me know. I'm not going to mention all five trillion of them on the show today because that would take several episodes to go through all the judgments that we have about our bodies in general as a society. All right. So find the one that bothers you the most. I just want you to like be present with your body and just check in your body, scanning from head to toe. And I mean that I'm like, you kind of just kind of bring your attention to the head and bring it all the way down your body. And where does that judgment sit in your body? So even when I think about the judgment of my tits are too small, where does it sit? It actually sits right around here. So if you're watching video, you'll know that it's right around my chin, which is interesting, right? You would think that that judgment might sit in my tits, but it doesn't, it sits around my chin. Cool. So when you find that judgment about yourself, scanning from head to toe, where does it sit? And we're just gonna ask to bring it to the surface. And we're gonna look at it just for a moment, just to observe it, because there's beauty in observing something. We're just gonna like pull it out of the body and observe it and go, huh, hi, look at that. There is a judgment there, interesting. We're not gonna do anything right now, just observe. And you might notice that as you observe it, it might change like mine just did. And then the energy shifts. And if it doesn't change, that's okay too. There are a few things that you can do. When you, when you become aware of that judgment, wherever it happens to sit in your body and you ask it to come out of your body, just pull it out of your physical body and you can pull it out of all of your energetic bodies as well. And you just kind of sit with it, observe it. If it doesn't change through observation within a few seconds, I'd like you to just send energy that we can call the waves of kindness to that. And it just goes through it and starts to shift. So that waves of kindness is from the light keys. If you were um, listening to past shows, you, you might've seen the episode with Nila, Nirmala Raju, and she uh, teaches a method that actually sends um, that includes one of the keys is um, the uh, waves of kindness. So we can send waves of kindness to that. We can also just, we can look at it and we can ask, are you real? And you know what? Sometimes it just flips. Like as soon as you ask, are you real? It's like, no, oh my God, I'm not. If it goes deeper than that, and if you have noticed that it doesn't shift that fast and you would love to have some facilitation on that, absolutely connect with me. I'm willing to give you 15 minutes of my time to be able to shift that with you. And if it doesn't shift after that, it may go deeper and we can absolutely do some more, um, some more uh, different coaching on that as well. So how do you connect with me? You connect with me through social media, but when you do, I need you to tell me what you're connecting with me for. Otherwise, I don't answer. I, you know, you say, hi, I was listening to your show about loving skin you're in. I would really like facilitation because I'm kind of stuck on some judgments about my body and I'm not loving that. Okay, cool. So now we're going to go through 
our whole bodies. We're going to start to love it up. So one of the things in the Fun for One that I took you guys through there back in 2014, hello, that's been a long time, um, coming up to my eighth year. So when you go through your body, I'd like you to just be present with it and do that fun for one, go through with all your senses. And when I say that, it's like, you know, touch every part of your body, sniff every part of your body you can possibly sniff, lick and taste every possible body, part of your body you can taste, you know, look at that, look at every part you can see and listen to your body. So when I say listen to your body, it's not, it can be just as obvious as like sticking your, your hand to your ear and listening to your hand. Maybe your hand has some different sound to it than your leg or your belly. What I really mean about listening to your body is starting to have conversation and communication with it because your body will talk to you. It will tell you things and you're just like, Hey body, what's up today? How are you doing today, body? Is there anything you would like to play with today? What kind of, what would pleasure you today? Not a fun question, right? Because every day is a little different and our bodies love pleasure. And the more they sense and feel pleasure, the more that they have those endorphins kicking and they feel good. And those feel good hormones make you kind of feel in love. You can feel in love with yourself, which is so freaking awesome. So another great fun tool is get yourself in front of a mirror. I encourage you that if you have a lot of insecurities about your own body and you don't, you know, you're really not feeling vulnerable with your own self, or if you're, you know, if you have that with your own self that you're feeling vulnerable, start with your clothes on looking in a mirror, looking from head to toe. And then I just want you to gauge, is there anything that you love about yourself? You're like, Hey, that hat looks great on me. Hey, that blah, blah, blah. So when you're in your clothes, you might start to look at it as how your body is actually working with and living in clothes, which is a little different than the naked body, right? So look at it with clothes, see how you feel about the clothes you're in. Maybe the clothes you're in are just not working for you. Then you can also kind of take it to a little bit of another level where you start to, so see what's not working for you see what's working for you, see what things you would like to change, then take action, right? So go from head to toe, check it out. How do your clothes feel? What do they look like on you? Because these are extra layer of protection. It's like another piece of skin. The next part would be to start to take your clothes off in a way that you feel comfortable with. And if that just means taking your socks off for now and standing in front of a full length mirror, do that. If you have a thing where you're like, Ooh, I hate my feet, then don't take off your socks. Take off a part where you actually feel confident that you can show. Maybe it's just looking at your own hands in the mirror. Like, oh, okay, cool. That's pretty good. That's it. Um, like in those hands, these hands are really functional. I love my hands. And, and so many days I wake up and I'm just like, thank God for my hands. I'm like so grateful and the goddess and, you know, thank creation for these hands. I'm so grateful to have, it's the weirdest, most incredible thing to wake up and have like super gratitude for um, your body parts. And I think, you know, a lot of times we, just don't until something happens. Like you break an arm, you lose a hand, you know, somebody who's maybe lost their life or their body parts or something. Then all of a sudden you have moments, you know, maybe of gratitude, they might come in temporarily, but if you can remember 
on a daily basis to have gratitude for all of it. Oh, it's like so grateful I have eyes and I'm so grateful I have a nose and I have teeth that I can chew with and I have a tongue that it's like those gratitude pieces about your body can really assist as well. So gratitude and loving a little bit different energies, both super helpful. So now looking at the loving part, right? If we look at how else do we love the skin we're in? So, you know, we're looking at it. We started to take off some clothes. Now I, I dare you to get really daring and take it all off. Take it all off, stand in front of that mirror and just be present with you for a moment and look at the parts you like. And if you honestly have none that you like, put your clothes back on and wait for a moment in a day where you feel that because the chances are that you are still around in your body because somewhere in you, you still, there's a little bit of something that you still love about having a body. So you'll find it and it might spark at different times of the day. So find it, get yourself naked and look at yourself. You're like, hey, I really love my left nipple. Hey, I really love this like crease here. Hey, I really love this and I really love that. So the funny thing is if I bet if you took a picture of your body and you put it somewhere and maybe it wasn't your face attached to it so that you wouldn't even remember that it was you. If you just put it in a folder, I bet if you came back to it years later, you'd be like, wow, that's pretty hot. We don't usually see ourselves for what we are in the moment. Um, because I remember doing a painting of myself at 17 when all these judgments about my body were coming up, right? And I was having all these issues. And I did like this incredible nude oil painting of myself and the colors were amazing. I actually remember the painting. Um, I don't know what happened to the painting, but it, about five years after I did it, I looked at it and I was like, wow, that's hot. At the time, I couldn't see it. Sometimes we need to look back on it and, and admire what was and then remember, oh my God, I wonder if, you know, if I had been feeling that at the time, how cool would it have been? So get in front of those mirrors, get yourself to the place where you're comfortable being naked in front of the mirror with yourself, looking at every part of you and look at that mirror and have a conversation. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, so today I'm looking at my eyes. Yeah, I see your eyes. Yeah, your eyes are cool. Yeah, okay, I can be with that. Deep breath in. I want you to really take a moment to absorb and receive from yourself when you've given yourself a compliment or an acknowledgement physically about your body. You're like, yeah, cool. Actually, that's pretty good. I kind of like this. Taking that moment to like breathe in and receive it to acknowledge it, we'll start to have that integrate in your body. Now, what do we do with it? We're going to come back from this commercial break and see how do we take this to the next level with loverships and with partners. So you're listening to Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers, and thanks for your patience while I was experiencing some fun with the weather. So, um, so when we were just before we went off to break, I was talking about some of the mirror exercises you can do to love yourself. Um, I'd like you to just look at uh, look at a few things that you can do with your partner in the same way. So one of the things you could do is get, get with your partner and, you know, start with your clothes on. If you're feeling more comfortable, do it in the daylight and look at each other. And when you're looking at each other, start to give each other some compliments. Like, I really like your hair today. Like, I really like your lips. I really like your ass. I really like the sweater you're wearing or the pants you're in, they look great on you. Start with some of the stuff before you get too naked and before you feel too vulnerable, start with some of that. Now, if you, I suggest you do it in the daylight because a lot of times, um, you know, the lighting can change things, but it's also because daylight can help you to be in that space where you feel super vulnerable and just to see how far you can go when you are feeling super vulnerable can be helpful. So if you feel comfortable, too, you can actually compliment yourself in front of your lover. Now, that part might actually be harder than the part of receiving a compliment from your lover. So in front of your lover, as you're standing there with clothes on at this point, you can just say, I really like how I look in this outfit today. I really like my hair today. Whew, how weird and uncomfortable could that be for everybody? Yeah. So being able to compliment yourself in front of somebody, especially your lover, that would be one of the things I encourage you to do. Now, get naked and do the same thing. Again, you can do it incrementally. You could just take off some things at a time until you're completely naked. And in fact, you can make it a game. You could take off one piece of clothing and then reevaluate how everything looks and then say whatever you need to say. And, and you can have fun with this. You can use all your senses. You could include how your lover smells, how they taste, how they feel, what they sound like, their voice or their compliments. You can use your voice so that they can hear that. You can use all of your senses with this. So this isn't just for people who are visually uh, abled. It's, you know, even if you're visually impaired, you can still do this. You can use all of your senses for this. In fact, it can be fun because you can be more descriptive even about um, the way things feel. If you, if you are you know, visually impaired, you can just be more descriptive. But if you put on blindfolds and experience that, you can also use more descriptive words um, sometimes to be able to explain what, what you're actually feeling or sensing in that person. So loving the skin you're in isn't just about how it looks. It's about how you 
really are walking and feeling in your body and feeling is all of these senses feeling is like how do you feel about the way you smell how do you feel about the way your body tastes how do you feel about the way your body looks or sounds or feels like all of those things right so key thing is is that you start to play with this and you don't have to be perfect and even if you did this for a couple of minutes a day where would you be at in a month from now if every day you got naked with yourself gave yourself a little compliment or acknowledgement took a deep breath then and had that integrate then when you are in or with a lover that you did the same you compliment yourself in front of them as if they're the mirror and they're just receiving your information and then you also receive their compliments it's really an amazing tool for learning how to receive from yourself and others, but also an amazing tool to start to have gratitude for your body and love for your body. Whatever your body looks like, however it's showing up, even if it's something that you think, oh, Frig, I really wish I could have an operation for that. Um, for now, you don't. So let's love what you've got in this moment and see what you can do with that. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic. 
The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.